Welcome back to Baseball Acumen. I am your co-host, Brian. And I'm Katie. And we're here for another exciting episode. Yeah, can't wait. This is going to be a good one. So, Katie, in our last episode, we talked about this concept of home field advantage, Mm -hmm. and it has massive implications on this 2020 season that we're in the middle of. Yeah, it really does. What we looked at last episode was why does it even exist? And so we pointed back to a Sports Illustrated article from 2011, which you would think nine years ago, that's not new research. It doesn't have new implications for the here and now, but it truly (laughs) does. So Sports Illustrated published this article again in 2011 about why home field advantage exists. And it was based on this book called Scorecasting by Tobias J. Moskowitz and L. John Wertheim. And these guys did a whole bunch of analysis to try and figure out why home field advantage exists in different professional sports. Right. And so we summarized their arguments. And what we hit on was there were three common reasons why people think home field advantage exists. And they debunked those three. So those were crowd support, rigors of travel for away teams, and then eccentricities of home ballparks, especially in baseball. And they were able to debunk all of those using statistics. But what they came to the conclusion of was that what in fact causes home field advantage is umpiring bias based on peer pressure from fans. And specifically where, Katie, and as far as what types of calls are umpires making in baseball that causes the bias? Right. And so in baseball, it's those home plate umpires who are making those calls, high leverage situations, fans are cheering. And then are they going to call that three and two count? Are they going to call it a strikeout, call it a walk? So it's those kinds of situations where umpires will favor the home team just because of how human psychology works. So you're saying if it's a three and two count at Wrigley Field and the Cubs are batting and the pitcher throws a pitch right on the corner of the plate, Mm -hmm. the umpire is more likely to call that pitch a walk, a ball for the Cubs Right. if the Cubs are batting. Mm -hmm. But if the away team is batting, the umpire is more likely to call that strike three. Exactly. Right. So that has some crazy implications then for this 2020 season. Because this is the first opportunity where in baseball we will actually have a data set that controls for that variable of fan support, of that peer pressure. Exactly. Like when you're doing science experiments, right, you want to switch only one variable at a time. Exactly. And in this case, we're wanting to switch out the variable of is a crowd there or is a crowd not there? Mm -hmm. And literally in the entirety of baseball history, we have never gotten to try out what baseball is like without a crowd there. And yet coronavirus comes along (laughs) and here we are with the ability to find out once and for all, does the presence of the crowd change the umpiring in Major League Baseball? Exactly. And that is really exciting. Now, we will say there has been one other specific example where this crowd variable was taken out. So there was a time during one of the Italian soccer leagues where things had gotten out of control with fans. There was rioting happening, and they determined that it was just too dangerous to allow fans into the stadiums. 
Totally. You got to you got to not let people come in. Oh, you yeah, got to have exactly. empty stadiums until that all boils down, yeah. right? So they had to play a good chunk of their season without any fans in the stadium. So that was the first time where there was a small but there was a data set there for when there was no crowd there. What happened to home field advantage? And you know what's crazy, Brian? I don't know. It went away almost completely. There was no more home field advantage for those games when there were no fans in the stadiums. And that's remarkable because soccer is one of the sports that has the highest home field advantage. Right. Because games are decided by, you know, one goal or something like that. Right. And it's also a game where a referee right. has a lot of leeway of how many minutes yeah. of extra time they add at the end of yeah, that game. that's huge. And they can lean it in favor of the home or away team, right. um, depending if the home team needs those couple extra minutes. Uh-huh. It makes a huge difference. Yeah, same thing with yellow cards, red cards, those can lead to extra, you know, shots mm-hmm. on goal, different things like that. So that was our first test. Granted, it was soccer to see if this theory was true. And it did seem to hold up. But now we have this 2020 season for baseball. And now what's going to happen with that? So, Brian, I think you've done some research into this. Yeah, I'm not know. wrong. So, Katie, if you know me and I know you do... <laughs> I'm a man who loves a good Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. In fact, that's what I'm known for around the office. It's a running (laughs) joke. Yes. My job is to be a professional sound engineer, and that is not a typical situation where you see somebody pulling out spreadsheets all the time. So I get mocked. It's great. I (laughs) love it. I own it. There's a spreadsheet for everything. There's a spreadsheet for everything. And Katie, I know you love good old Microsoft Excel Uh, as well. Absolutely. Can't go wrong. In fact, it could be said that we love it almost as much as we love Major League Baseball. It's close. Definitely It's pretty close. close. Pretty (laughs) close. It's right there. So we get into this season and I can't wait to try this out because it's like, okay, for the first time, we get to find out if Moskowitz and Wertheim were truly onto something in 2011. Of course, I'm trying to be scientific about my data set here too. So one of the first things I did was I went back and created my own control for last season and then also looked at the book. So these authors of this book, Scorecasting, they looked back through the entirety of baseball history and looked at what was the average win percentage for home teams across baseball history. And the answer is it's about 54%. So 46% to 54% home team wins. And it's actually not only true in Major League Baseball, but also in the Japanese Baseball League, the Nippon Mm -hmm. League, which I used to live in Japan. So I've been to more than my fair share of Japanese baseball games as well. They're right in line with that same percentage. In their case, it's a little more than 53%. So it's right in that 53, 54% range. So I decided, you know, before I really dig into this season's stats, I should probably go back to last season, 2019, and just make sure we're still on track as far as win percentages go. And sure enough, I tabulated all the games from last season, all 2,429 of them that were played. (laughs) And sure enough, last season, Major League Baseball was right at the 53%. Mark. So it's right in range, nearly identical to every other season in baseball history. So that means that things are trending exactly as they always have. Baseball has always been baseball. So we step into this season 
and I just can't help myself. We're like two weeks in and it's like, okay, that feels <laughs> like that's enough for a data set. I'm going to go yeah, for this. Yeah. And so 128 games into the season. So most teams have played maybe a week and a half, two weeks worth of baseball at this point. So I'm looking at this 128 games and what is the home team record across baseball so far after a week and a half, two weeks? It's hmm. 64 and 64. In other words, wow. it's exactly at 500. Home field advantage has officially disappeared for baseball this season. That is crazy. Exactly 50-50. I know. I was like, I saw this and I was just like, oh my gosh, yeah. my mind is blown. I have <laughs> to tell wild. Katie about this. <laughs> I was just course. giddy. Now... Of course, statistics being statistics, right, they right. vary over the course of time. And yeah, so we know I took another works. measurement a couple weeks later. And of course, over baseball, your season isn't going to work out evenly until the end of the season. So it could be that better teams are playing more home games yeah. earlier in the season or right. whatever. But sure enough, a few weeks later, we had played 350 total games in Major League Baseball. And it had slightly swayed. It was at right below 51% for the home team. So yeah, 178 wins to 172 losses. So only oh, six yeah. games went yeah. off script, which is just like nothing. Oh, it's actually yeah. not. It's three games went off script and it would be exactly right. 500. Exactly. So that's like so nothing. Small. It could easily have happened. Oh, so yeah. basically so far in this season, we are completely trending towards home field advantage, yeah. literally not existing. It is nothing. It just wow. makes no difference in Major League Baseball as far as we can tell with the data we currently have. And I'm yeah. so looking forward to seeing whether this trends the rest of the season. And I would also love to see these same umpiring statistical analyses to see yeah. if umpire calls are more consistent in high leverage situations this yeah, season compared to that last. That will be fascinating. That will really be the determining factor. And we just right. don't have that data yet. Right. But, um, yeah. But, but it'll come. It is looking like it's heading that way. I mean, yeah. there's no doubt about it. Home yeah. field advantage has significantly shrunk this season. No one can argue that. And yeah. we think the reason is because of umpires being influenced by social pressures of the crowds around them. Right. Yeah. So this is obviously we think huge, but I think it also has some major implications for what the everyday fan should take away from this, right? I mean, one obvious, fairly tangible one is that when you're on social media and your friend's like, oh, wow, I can't believe that my team just beat, for example, Brewers. Oh, they just beat the Cubs at their home place, three to four, won the series, congratulations. But it doesn't matter that it was played at Wrigley. Completely nope. irrelevant. Irrelevant. Yes. Congratulations, <laughs> they won a series, but there is no increased impact because it was an away series for them or anything like that. And in fact, Katie, just the other day... Um, for those of you who don't know, Katie and I used to work in the same office at a college in the Chicago area. Yeah. And we have a mutual boss, John, who's just a completely insufferable Yankees uh, fan and just loves to rub the 27 <laughs> World Series championships yeah. in our face yeah. all the time. He would come in to, and talk to us just day after day. and <laughs> But we do have to credit him because it was his line, what's your baseball acumen to begin right. every baseball discussion right. that we took our podcast from. So anyway, just the other day, John uh, 
is talking with me on a video chat. And sure enough, he was talking about just, oh, how great it is that the Yankees are just unstoppable at home this season. Ugh. And I, I'm thinking to myself, actually, it just doesn't actually make a difference, John. No. In fact, Katie, one thing I forgot to mention is just how anomalous some of these home and away records are so far ah, this season. We yeah. should actually check that out. Right. Um, one that stuck out to me right away was, again, through 350 games being played. So yeah. this is through August 19th of this season. The Baltimore Orioles, 4-11 and at home, 8-1 and away. Wow. That's crazy <laughs> lopsided yeah, towards the yeah. away team. Like, that just does not happen in your run-of-the-mill Major League Baseball season. No. Wow. Another example, Chicago White Sox, 6-8 and eight at home, 8-3 eight and three on the road. Just, again, yeah. really lopsided towards yeah. the away. Milwaukee Brewers, 2-6 and six at home, 9-5 and five away. Wow. Like, these are not the type of home away records no. that you normally see during a baseball Never. season. <laughs> and in my mind, that just gives even more evidence that this is probably true, that home and away just does not matter this season. Right, yeah. Now, of course, Katie, the next area that this has some potential major implications is playoffs. When you're oh, playing, of when teams are playing... For the playoffs in Major League Baseball, what is the primary reward they get for being a top seed in the playoffs? Home field advantage. <laughs> exactly. And by extension, if home field advantage doesn't exist this season, then what, what are, are these teams even playing <laughs> yeah, for? <laughs> what's the point? Because especially this season with the expanded playoffs, 16 teams are going to get into these playoffs. That's a lot of teams. Top two in every division and then two wild cards. So many teams. So if you're not going to have any advantage, even if you get the quote unquote home field advantage, then what's the point? As long as you get into the playoffs, who cares? Right. Now, we will say there is still some advantage to having a good record or having the best record during the regular season, and that is because of seeding. So just naturally, a team that's the number one seed, they are still going to play that lowest seed. And so even though home field advantage has been taken away, the best team is still going to play the theoretically worst team in the playoffs. So there is still right. advantage there. And that is an advantage. There's something to play for. But now those lower seeds that are squeaking into the playoffs, suddenly the disadvantage that they would have had being an away team in every single series, that has been taken away. So now it just comes down to, can they be the better team at that moment? And that is really exciting because... Exactly. Yeah, that means that some of these lower seeds who are sneaking into the playoffs they're having an even higher chance of making it all the way to the World Series, or at least just much further than anyone would have anticipated. Right. In fact, uniquely, the 2020 season is a season where because home field advantage has been removed, literally the playing field is more even yeah. for success in the playoffs. It is more likely for that bottom seed in the playoffs this year to advance to the World Series and even win the World Series more so in this season than any other previous Major League Baseball season. Yeah. So really, the goal is to just get 
into the playoffs this year and yeah. then to see what happens. And that is super exciting. Super exciting. Anything could happen. So yeah. as you're cheering for your favorite baseball team this season, which of course is the Cubs. Of course. Um, yeah. No other option. <laughs> all we care about is that the Cubs get to the playoffs, yeah. you know? So if we have another crushing end to the season where the Brewers <laughs> surpass us in the uh, standings three. once again, oh, Please, God, no. <laughs> but it's actually okay this year. like right. um, Because we're not playing for that home field advantage. Exactly. And in fact, so far this season, the Brewers have been terrible away. <laughs> right. <laughs> or they've been really good away and terrible at home. But right. again, that probably doesn't mean anything. So yeah. um, again, cheer for your favorite team and just cheer for them to just cross that threshold into the playoffs. Yeah. And this year is their best chance if they cross that line to go all the way, which is right. super exciting oh, for yeah. everyone. So I trust that by checking out this podcast that this has given you just a little extra something to take into your casual <laughs> baseball conversations right. for our listeners, right? Make you sound a little and, smarter. Yeah, exactly. And this is, of course, all because of what you heard on Baseball, baseball Acumen. Acumen. 